Do you want to be inspired by other brilliant business owners? Find out how and why they set their brilliant businesses up. Discover some of the triumphs and struggles they face along the way. If so, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Brilliant Businesses Podcast. We interview business owners to find out their story and journey as to how they set their businesses up. We believe that story is an important way of making their businesses shine, and we share those stories on this podcast. Keep building those brilliant businesses. Hello and welcome to another Brilliant Businesses of Brighton podcast. Today I'm joined by Brighton Business Royalty here with Mike Monk um, from with his uh, range of business shows. Um, um, welcome, Mike. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Um, I haven't prepared that this this much, that Mike, because um, I think you've got stories to tell. So I don't think I'm going to have to work that hard for you to entertain and inspire our listeners. So um, where should we start, Mike? The beginning. Yes, at the beginning, if you like, I can go back to uh, the 70s, 80s, when I um, I always wanted to be in sales and marketing, even from a young man. And um, I even went in on a Saturday job at an office equipment firm in Brighton, and I managed to sell two typewriters. So uh, I knew this was my career. Um, so it went on from there, went into uh, working for a couple of clothing companies in London, uh, covering the south of England, and then I was headhunted by a company um, that did printed T-shirts. Now, in those days, it was relatively new, the printed T-shirts. It was starting to really take off. And um, they we eventually named the business as it grew, the Great British T-shirt Company, which was a pretty good name. Yeah. And we were based in Brighton. And I wasn't quite sure, so I said, well, what I'll do, I'll work as a sales agent for you for a year and see how things go. So I did. I found it quite easy, actually, to go into places and get orders of printed shirts. So I thought, well, this is interesting. Cut a long story short, I became eventually became their sales director, uh, grew them from quarter of a million to five million in six wow. years. And one businesses like Radio One. Uh, London tourist market, uh, Disney, people like that. Wow. So, yeah, we had a phenomenal growth rate. Yeah, that's no mean feat. No. And uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, supplied the Rolling Stones with shirts, the Who with shirts. Wow. So right across the board. And I remember I remember seeing the um, the Radio 1 roadshow in Brighton. It used to be a roadshow. And they had their great big wagon on the seafront and they'd be chucking T-shirts out to the crowd. So I thought, that's interesting. So I managed to find out who had the license and these guys, these brothers. So the driver was called Smiley Marley and his brother, John, was like the, the man you had to go and see. He was based in Bristol. So I went down to see him. And again, cut a long story short, they were buying 60,000, 80,000 T-shirts a year off us. Wow. And very quickly while I'm on that, I went to Carnaby Street because, again, it was very fashionable in those days. All these loads of shops selling printed shirts, etc. I spent the day there and it rained most of the day and I must have gone into 20 shops. I was given no at every shop, so I thought I had enough of this. I went and had a coffee. thought, oh, I'll just get the train back to Brighton. I just saw a shop over the road. I thought, I don't think I've been in that one. So I wandered over there and I said, um, you know, there's a boss around. So yeah, he's upstairs actually. 
So he called me up and we had a chat and he said, yeah, B, if you could do me 500 City of London printed sweatshirts and deliver them next Friday, you've got the deal. So without even checking the office, I said, yep, we can do that. So again, that led to a contract worth a quarter million T-shirts a year. Wow. Yeah. So that, uh, I'll follow on with that, that you should never give up in sales. Never, ever, ever give up in sales. Because you never know where that next side is coming from. That's a great, great message that. I've, I've heard that a few times, you know, just to the point of failure, just as where you're about to quit. Yeah. There's like this little breakthrough happens. Yeah. I mean, one of the best clients I ever got was on my 11th attempt. That's tremendous. And that was over a 18 month period. And eventually she said, okay, come down and see us. Now they see now that, I mean, I'm schooled on that because I've, I've I, can I hand on heart say that I persist to the point of 11 times before so yep. 11, yeah, 10 no's before I get a yes? That's no, right. I, don't, I don't think I do. So that's, that's great. I mean, there's two words I use. I'm, I'm a very keen networker, as you know, as you probably know, and I do a lot of networking. Um, I even do seminars on networking to young, small businesses. And two words I always say to them, just remember these two words, be consistent and be persistent. I said, and you always remember those two words and just be consistent in going to the events and be persistent in talking to people. Yeah. I, I was heard um, Bradley Hatch from Network My Club yeah. speak last week, uh, the Brighton business expert at the uh, race course. And mm. um, the message he was given out was something similar about being consistent. Mm. And um, the, really the, the, the idea of networking is to be the first person think they, you, you need to be the first person they think of in your field when they're ready to buy. That's right. So, so you know, and you've, we've all seen that triangle of people who are ready to buy and there's like a very small fraction who are ready to buy now, but the masses aren't ready to buy now. They, they might need something in the future. Yeah, it's all about developing relationships. I've got clients, because I had a merchandising company for nearly 30 years, which I don't promote so much now because I'm into my business shows. Uh, but I've still got about 10 of those clients who I've been dealing with for 25 plus years you keep coming back to me and saying, can we still buy our pens and our mugs and our umbrellas from me? I said, of course you can. Great. That's brilliant. But that's because they know and trust me. Um, and also when you're talking about Network My Club, I've been a member of that for over 20 years and it's, it's a great network. Um, but what I've always felt is that a lot of people, some people, especially uh, new people, younger people coming into businesses and they're asked to go networking, they're not given any sort of training or any, uh, any ideas or concepts of what to expect. So this is why I now uh, do um, some seminars, which I do free of charge, because it just helps them to get over the nerves. And I also show them this is a procedure that if you follow, will work for you. And I prove that time and time again. Yeah, I, I'm, I actually completely got the idea of what network my club as a as a name meant. Um, it's a really stupid error. It, these these events are held at football clubs and sports venues. It's obviously to do with the club, but I I misinterpreted that as that um, I was networking for my club, as in my group network of people. And that changed. That's stupid. Um, but but actually, it really changed the way I sort of approached it. I was I, all of us, I wasn't really looking to sell anything to anybody. I was mm. just seeing if I could help my network of people behind me mm. whilst speaking to people in the room. And that really changed my way of behaving. I've, I've carried that forward now as a networking approach. Yeah. So you, you, I've got friends who go back twenty five plus years who I met through networking, and we've just become good friends. Um, another thing is uh, another route to market because I'm. One of my favorites is new routes to market um, is to use business shows, small business shows, ideally local business shows. 
And I got into this. You mentioned the Brighton Business Expert, the race course. Well, I ran that for six years. Oh, wow. Um, before I departed and went and set up the Brighton Hope Business Show at the Amex Stadium, which is now a very successful event. And um, if you go to a business show, again, you need to know what you're doing if you want to get the best return on your investment. And uh, I do a seminar on that as well, how to get a good return on your investment at business shows. Because I walk around sometimes. I mean, many years ago, I used to go to business show as an exhibitor. I used to go to the big shows in London and Manchester and Birmingham. And I always thought they charge you all this money, the organizers, and then they're gone. They hardly, they hardly give you any support. Yeah. And I think this isn't right. One day I'm going to start running business shows and do it where the exhibitor comes first. And that's what I do now. My exhibitors come first because without the exhibitors, you don't have a show. No, I'm, I participated, had a stand at your event last year and it was excellent. You know, it was a fantastic day. The weather was great. There was superb mood in the room and lots of business was done, I'm sure. Um, mm. but, um, I was in, I've, I've been, I had a stand at your event and since had sort of been a visitor at just a, a couple of other events. Now, what would you, what advice would you give to our listeners who were attending shows or maybe having stand at shows? What, what would, simple points would you give them to make the most of the show? Well, the first thing I do is do research on the organizers and the show. Maybe uh, contact a couple of previous exhibitors and ask them what the show's like, how have they done from it. Do a cross-section. Uh, I always recommend you visit the show for the first time and then decide, yes, next year I'm definitely going to, or I'm not going to be at it, or I am going to be at it. Um, and really, and ask, ask questions like, do they get good footfall? Are there interesting seminars that people actually want to go and listen to? Um, do you have to pay anything? No, are there any costs involved? Uh, this is as a visitor. Yeah. Um, and also, if you're going in as an exhibitor, just make sure that your stand looks brilliant. Yeah. Because that's the first thing that you've got that five second, 10 second window when a, a visitor is walking by and looking at your stand. And they'll decide in that time whether they're going to talk to you or stop or go by. Yeah. So, and be very approachable. Uh, don't have a defensive stance. With your arms folded. Yeah, no. legs or yeah. arms folded. Don't be sitting down. Ideally, put your phone away. Use that when you go and have a coffee break. And just smile and chat to people. Yeah, be engaging. Really. Be engaging, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's, it's interesting because um, I found that what I was expecting to get from a business show, from your business show, was I was expecting to... Um, have lots of people randomly just walk up to the desk and say, hey, I'd like your service. And that was a mistake. That is not necessarily what happens. Sometimes it does, but not, not for, not for all businesses. And actually what happened was a much more enjoyable experience of getting to know the other exhibitors around us. Yep. And you became like a little community for the day. Exactly. It was really cool. Yeah. We, we create deliberately create a really good buzz at our shows. We also have a speed networking session at lunchtime as well as the seminars and workshops but also what i do now and i brought that in this year i have a exhibitor drinks and nibbles night four weeks before the event from five till seven at one of the big hotels in brighton and i pay for the first two hours and it's exhibitor only so they have the whole evening because it's a cash bar after seven they can carry on and it gives the exhibitors a chance to really get to know each other without the time pressure of trying to get to talk to exhibitors on the day when you're busy with visitors. Yeah. And we found that's been very popular and requested again. So I'll be doing it again next year. I also brought in a breakfast meeting and I think we had about 68 people come to that and we had a speaker at that, which, and it went down very, very well. So again, it's another way of both exhibitors and visitors at the breakfast meeting chatting before the event actually starts at 10 a.m. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I just wanted to tease out some points from your sort of earlier career experience, Mike, if I can. Um, the one, the first one is to put you on the spot. Do you remember, you know, you said you sold two, two typewriters. Do you remember who, the name of the person you sold the typewriters to? No, it was a husband and wife ah, team. Okay. I know that because they wanted one each. I, I always, um, I always ask that question just because I think it's, um, those sort of moments where you make a first sale or something usually have quite a marked impact. Don't you remember what you feel? You remember what music was playing? It's kind of, as a sale, on your sales journey, it's quite a, um, quite a mark thing that goes in your, your mind forever. Um, what, what, Went in my mind, yes, I remember that. It's a very long, long time ago. This was, um, it was a husband and wife team. The sales manager, it was a Saturday, and he said, I'm going out for lunch now, I'm going out for a late lunch. There won't probably be anybody coming in in the afternoon. So I was on my own, and I was a ripe old age of 15 and a half. Anyhow, and they came in, I got very chatty with them, etc., etc. And by the time he came back, I'd closed the sale. And he actually couldn't believe it. That's brilliant. You know, and I went, hmm, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> I like selling. I like engaging with people, even at that very young age. And then as you sort of developed in your career, and you mentioned that roaring success you had, um, growing a team at a really fast rate, working with people is always a challenge. Did, what, what challenge did you face when you were going from a very small sales team, I imagine, to managing quite a number? Uh, yes, developing a sales team. I think I grew it to about 10, 12 people, the sales team. I also took them into Europe. I, I went to Germany. I went to a trade show in Germany. I went to Holland and we got agents in different countries. So we, we grew across not just the UK, but in Europe. But what I used to find was on a Friday, I'd take all my sales team to the pub and we go down there at five. We'd have our sales meeting at 4.30, finish it by 5.30, quarter to six, then go to the pub. They'd all go home very happy at eight o'clock, half past eight. And if there were any gripes to be got out, they would all come out then as well. So I developed a real strong bond with my team. I'd take them out for meals. Um, yeah, we just became, I mean, there were times when we had tears and things like that, but um, you'd get over that and encourage them and they became a really good, strong team and supported each other. Yeah. So it's that kind of camaraderie, you sort of yeah. move it into a different environment, into the pub. Yeah. And it allows people to connect on a different level, really. Yeah, and they can show their own character a bit more as well. Yeah. Um, that's great. Um, and so what sort of thing you, what have you got on this coming up next, Mike? What's, what's your next Well, it's plan? Quite, quite exciting, actually. I'm, I've gone from one business show to three for 2024. Wow. I'm actually having the Brighton Business Show, Brighton Ho Business Show, rather, in June at the Amex. I'm having the Gatwick Business Show in partnership with Gatwick Diamond Business in um, October at the Crown Plaza in um, Felbridge. And then I've joined forces with Nick Bryant from Brilliant Businesses, who is now running the Tunbridge Wells Business Show. Amazing. And as if we planned it, um, we have Nick in the room with us. So maybe we should um, get you to have a chat with Nick about the Tunbridge Wells Show. Yeah, love to. So, Mike, hello. How are you doing? All right. All right. Uh, good to see you. Thank um, you. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. And, um, and thanks, for Matt, for, for um, um, talking to you about your past and your, your story, which is what we do on Brilliant Business, as you know. I'm so excited about the Tunbridge Wells Business Show. So am I. It's going to be good, isn't it? Brilliant. Uh, and drawing on your, your expert knowledge from the shows you've done in the past and bringing them into Tunbridge Wells is, is a dream come true for me. Um, I want to just tell everyone about how our partnership came about. Yeah. Um, I met Mike at a, a local networking meeting called the Barrow Club in Brighton. And um, we were talking about his show. And I said to him, have you ever thought about having another show somewhere else? And you said, well, you thought about it. And I said, have you thought of Tunbridge Wells? Because my connection's in Tunbridge Wells. 
And uh, he said, well, then what the venue's like? So I said, well, there is a venue there called the Solomon Center. Um, so we arranged to, to go and see it together, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I got Mike's clarification that it was a good venue for us to hold an exhibition there. Great car park, lots of space, um, a nice bar, nice restaurant, beautiful grounds, 35 acres. It's going to be a really great venue. And so away we went. And, and I have to say, it's not till next no, no, November 2024, but so far is the, the take up's been awesome. Um, and with your support as well, it's been, it's been, it's been great so far. Um, what, what do you want to say about that, Mike? I mean, you, you've got a lot to, to add to it, but, um, you know, you're pleased that we're working together. I'm delighted yeah. we're working together. And yeah. yes, I mean, when we were talking at the Barrow Club that time, I felt there was a, a, a certain connection between us. Yeah. Yeah. We similar minded people. Yeah. We could work together. I think I went away and then contacted you after and said, yeah, I'm really keen to do this. Let's set something up. That's it. Um, I'm very, I go by my gut feeling. Mm. And if I feel that this is the right sort of person to work with, then I will go, I will go with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously you've got a great connection in Tunbridge Wells yeah. through your brilliant business. Yeah. Um, it was a natural in my book. Yeah. An absolute natural I think because it's, you're good at what you do. And yeah. I think you will be a natural at the business show as well. Thank you. Yeah. No, we're, we're lucky with the brilliant businesses concept that we built up a really big audience already um that we can tap into to get to yeah. that show it really does support the the brilliant businesses brand um not only in Tunbridge wells but of course we, we've now got matt helping us in brighton um and and in the sussex area and of course maidstone and seven oaks they all drop into Tunbridge wells as well and i'm delighted to say we've got some exhibitors already that are coming up from from mm. sussex and um Let's also talk about your new website because that's a big part of this, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Brighton Hove Business Show and it's dot UK. That's right. Yeah. Because all the shows are on there. Everything's on there and it's yeah. fully automated. Yeah. I decided that it was a time now to have a spend some money and get a really good website. Mm. Um, the nice thing about this website is all the shows are on there and if any others do come on, it won't be hard to put them on and yeah. into it. Yeah. The other thing is that having it fully automated means that visitors can book on and it's all automated and they're, they're sent a ticket and then exhibitors can go on. You can actually choose the event you want to go to. Yeah. In your case, we just refer straight through to your website. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and in Brighton or Gatwick, they can click on that. They can then look at the floor plan, yep. choose the package, and the floor will actually show them what stands are available. That's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I felt it was worth spending that money on a website. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. Um, and just to just r- run back, the, the Tunbridge Wells show is on November the 7th, 2024. Um, your Gatwick show is... The, have you already said the dates? I can't 17th, October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Brighton is... June the 13th. Okay. Okay. Um, as far as the Tom as well show goes, it's, it's from 10 to three and it's a, it's a method that you've used, which is, uh, it doesn't impact so much on people's lives and on their businesses. You know, they can get in there, um, do some really, really quality networking in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's worked previously for yeah, you. Very yeah. So. Yeah, 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 very much. So. Pure, purely because for those, for those reasons I stated, you know, people don't want to be taken away from their, from their daily stuff on, you know, for hours on end. And, um, but also you're going to have some good seminars and workshops. So that yes. attract people. As yes. Well. Yes. We were talking about earlier because I've, I think I've secured, this isn't definite, but some wine tasting in with our seminars, which will add a different level to it. I'm glad uh, I'm coming. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've, I've, if, if anyone's interested, then please go onto Mike's site to see all, all the shows. 
but also um, you can go onto the Brilliant Businesses uh, website and see more information about the Tunbridge Wells show. Um, I think I think we've got some exciting times ahead. Very much. Um, I think this isn't just a one-year thing. It's a moving forward, and yeah. especially with Tunbridge Wells and Gatwick, you, 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 your plan is for them to keep going, isn't and it? And to grow. And to grow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's no reason why we can't go into other territories as well. No. Take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Become the business show to go to. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so I think we'll wrap up there. So thanks, Mike. Thanks for coming Pleasure. on. Pleasure. Thank and, you. Um, we'll, um, we'll, um, we'll probably see you for another podcast soon. And, okay. um, um, and anyone want, wants any information, then go to those websites and you can book or just get in touch with me or Mike. And um, we'll see you all for another podcast soon. Brilliant. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers.